Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about this week's annual shareholders meeting where we found out about some little nice little nuggets about Disney Plus. We're also going to be having a little bit of a discussion about Hulu and ESPN Plus as well. That kind of was a fallout from that. And we'll also be sharing our thoughts on some of this week's um, Disney Plus and Star Originals. So uh, before we go any further, um, some housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you are subscribed on the YouTube channel. And also you can find us over on podcast platforms, including Spotify, um, iTunes, etc. So you can um, subscribe there to keep the audio versions. You can also follow us over on Twitter and Facebook. And you can join our Facebook group where we just hit 165,000 members. So a um, huge hello to everyone over there. Um, up next as well, we've also got, um, you can support us through Patreon or YouTube channel members where you get early access to some content. You also get to take part in the weekly Q&As. And just want to do some shout outs to our gold and diamond members, um, including um, uh, Bina, Bad Dog Gamer, Joshua, Amit, Ben, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah, while over on Patreon. A huge thank you to Sarah for being an executive producer, Platinum Level. Also, um, hello to Andrew, Jacob, Khalid, Red Marsman, Andrew, Chris, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lester, Lauren, James, what's on Netflix? Thank you for all of your support, and let's jump into it. So, first off, there was the annual shareholder meeting earlier this week um, with Bob Chapek um, kind of running it. I'll be honest, I, it was not the most juiciest of um, meetings. There was, um, essentially with this one, it was a little bit different to their normal quarterly results because while they were kind of giving out some information, it's mainly something that they have to do and they have to be able to answer questions from um, sort of shareholders. Now, the big news that came out of it was that they announced that they had 100 million subscribers to Disney Plus worldwide, which was big news. Though we kind of had already kind of thought that they got this number, well, m- months ago, because they announced last month that they were at 95, or was it 94.9 million as of like the 2nd of January. And that was even before WandaVision. So I was there going, they got to be close to 100 million and then was um the singapore launch but they've now officially announced it so we're now um it now knows that there's over 100 million subscribers which is a pretty big number isn't it uh, it's an unfathomable number yes to be honest but yeah it, they had to announce it officially um yeah. and, and that's that's a stockholder meeting that's that's yeah. the kind of thing this is for they're supposed to you know thump their chests and go we're so great here's our hundred million subscriber. And I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I think you can thump your chest over hundred million subscribers. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's a massive amount within the time frame, Um, and it's just going to continue to grow, but they did say that they're only going to be giving updates on subscribers every three months. Now at the quarterly results, I think it, except for milestones and you knew the hundred million milestone was something that they were going to shout about. So it made sense with the dessert. So that was, that was obviously a big one. Also, Bob Chapek kind of continued along the lines of um, sticking with Black Widow being a theatrical release in May. I'm still very much keeping on to that one, but they still they still they still give themselves a little bit of wriggle room when they talk about it. I mean, you know, see how they are, see what's happening. Because obviously, right now there, there's generally a little bit of upchipper. I think everywhere, you know, with the vaccine program rolling out and more and more people kind of things are opening up. Um, it's a little bit tricky over here because our cinemas wouldn't open until about 10 days after Black Widow gets released. So that's a big problem. But also, will numbers come back? Because Raya and the Last Dragon did not do that well at the box office last week. It was at like number three. It took half of what Tom and Jerry did. Now you could people go, well, it's on Premier Plus or Premier Access. Well, 
Tom and Jerry was on HBO Max. So the, it kind of, it, and that was included in the package. It wasn't even if I had to pay extra for Raya. So that one was um, interesting. And the, just the numbers just as a whole have not been particularly good, but we don't know what the Premier Access um, result was. They haven't told us, and I don't think they will do. I think they, they can kind of go, we don't have to tell anybody, you know, how well bad this movie did. Um, you know, and that's, that's the thing with Premier Access. I suspect that that's not going to always be the case. And, and by not always, I'm expecting relatively soon, at least in the, in the speed that media and legislation gets involved with, they're going to have to start revealing those numbers and they're going to have to re- uh, reveal how they get those numbers too. Mm-hmm. And this applies to Netflix, HBO Max, uh, all of them. Um, because this level of not being able to see what the numbers are just doesn't fly in this kind of industry. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is sort of something that's coming up because um, like Amazon put out a thing saying that, that they're, you know, the coming to America was the most watched show. And, and like, there was quite a few pundits and stuff going, well, hold on a minute. You haven't given us any data. We don't know any data from anybody else. That's a, you know, it's, it's a claim that like, there's no data to go along with it. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a couple of different companies now kind of pulling in data, but they're kind of like from sample points, like um, Nielsen do it. So we cover like the Nielsen top 10 every week. Um, I think also like Jen, I think there's another company it's like seven park or park media. They also kind of release information that they collect, but we don't get any news directly from, Disney. Um, I don't think I don't think any of the streamers release any information because this is vital information. They don't want anybody knowing, and they can hide stuff when it's bad, and when it's good, they can kind of go, "Hey, hey, look what we've done." So it's um, that's always should do the way with this stuff. Or they could just flat out lie. I yeah. mean, the, there's nothing really stopping them from lying. And yeah. we've talked about in the past too what constitutes a view. Mm-hmm. Do you, you turn it on for three seconds? Is that a view? five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, 10% of the show, et cetera. We don't know because there's no standard. And this is an industry that was uh, so very earthquakey because my cat's <laughs> running around. Um, uh, so very interested in numbers that they developed the Nielsen system in the first place. And, you know, we, we think of it now as like, oh yeah, it's, a, it's attached to, to every box and the home and mm-hmm. so forth. But back in the day, they actually had to like, go and physically give you a box and say, we're attaching this to the cable box. It's another thing. Don't mess with it. And they had to extrapolate numbers based on like this one person is watching it. And that person represents 400 people or, or whatever yeah. that that's how obsessed they were with figuring these numbers out. Yeah. And, and now where the numbers are readily available because we all collect them, all yeah. the streaming services collect yeah. every single piece of data they can. There is going to be at some point people going, you need to share the data. Mm. You need to show, you need to tell us what the data means. And then we will, then we'll qualify things like uh, coming to America was the most watched movie. Oh, well, we can see it because we have the numbers and we know how you got the numbers. Yeah, it's definitely definitely kind of an interesting way how this is all going to work out. And they're all kind of like working out what to do. And in some ways, it's probably going to take legislation to kind of make it happen because um, there's no real um, for any of the streamers to kind of do it because they don't want to, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, as much as Disney could come out and say a hundred million people watched the big fib this week. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, you know, we, we got no idea. They might've, I mean, yeah. they, they could always do a thing too, where, you know, you start up the Disney plus app um, and there's like a two minute roll when you first mm. started up before you even get to the selection yeah. process. And, and Hey, uh, 
105 million people watched the trailer for Winter Soldier because that's what we we ran the, yeah. the on the B roll. Yeah. It's like, well, technically, but we yeah. didn't have a choice. You know, no. I, thankfully, I don't think that's in the cards, but no, it, it could happen. No, so also at the shareholder meeting, um, they um, Bob Chapek revealed that they were planning on adding a hundred new titles a year to Disney Plus. And he specifically mentioned the five brands. He did not mention Star. So that's the first thing. So 100 new titles a year. Now, this kind of was something I kind of looked at and was like, hmm, that could be taken in a number of different ways. He didn't say originals. That's the first thing. He didn't say originals. He said new titles. So uh, 100 new titles a year. I, I mean, that's literally barely two, that's two titles a week. So I don't think that's exceptionally um, ba- uh, hard for them to hit. But then it's like, what do they class as a new title? Is that a, you know, a show that arrives um, from a network? So say, for example, we've got uh, Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. So we're going to have that dropping weekly in June in, and July on, in the US. That I would consider that to be a new show. I, I you know, if, it's, if it airs a day after it's aired on the Disney chat on National Geographic, I'd be like, yeah, you can call that a brand new show. That's fine. You know, Raya and the Last Dragon that's a new show. You know, if they put Black Widow on in, say, I don't know, like August, because uh, three months after it, does that count as a new movie, a new title? I would probably say yes. Um, but would you be able to say Dinosaurs as a new title? I would say, yeah, I don't think you can count that. <laughs> Personally. And but like, it, mm, yeah. But from the perspective, yeah. it'd be, it's a new title because it was not on Disney Plus prior mm. to this point. Whereas, say, DuckTales season three would not be a new title because seasons one and two are already on it. Yeah. But dinosaurs, they drop the whole thing at once. Now I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying from their perspective, that's probably how they do it. But this is exactly what we were just talking about. <laughs> they need to be clear in the mm. data. And it, this is not specific yeah. to, to streaming at this point in general, this is as old as television. It's time. Uh, coming soon to TV for the first time ever. It's like, well, but I could watch it in the movie theater two weeks. Well, yes, but now it's on yeah. TV. Well, I mean, it's like you click on then it will say new, you know, because they do that a lot now on Sky. They'll put on, they'll say it's new. And like sometimes you go, no, it's not new. It's, it's, it's new for your channel, but it's not brand new. It's, it's never aired before or it's, it's a, oh, yeah. never seen it. You'll, you'll get that uh, too with like broadcast premiere on, on yeah. cable television. You're like, but it's been on HBO. Well, no, cable television because HBO <laughs> yeah. is premium. Yeah. And it's like, Come on, man. Yeah, you do get that. But it's, it's, I think it's how they're going to do it. I think 100 titles a year, um, that's good. I mean, that's definitely two titles. That, um, that's essentially works at about two titles a week, um, which isn't fantastic. I mean, you know, I'm sure we would all like not more. But, you know, but then it's like I did say as well, you can only count one division once. So that's, you know, so, um, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier only counts once. You know, you can't do the, Yeah. And it's also a possibility that they're just setting uh, a low bar. We promise you a hundred, but really you get 150 because, you know, we got a whole bunch of back catalog items and and so on. And we're expanding the originals. Uh, It it is a common tactic. It is a very common Disney tactic to under promise and over deliver. Uh, That's not not unique. Yeah. Best way to do it. Um, uh, The thing is, I mean, I think 100 new titles. I mean, if you look at all the originals they've announced for the late this year, and there's a lot more to come, and then you take a look at maybe all the shows that the Disney Channel and National Geographic are making, and then you look at their um, cinema release schedule and go, actually, that's not that. F- I don't think that's much of a stretch. 
just just on that alone is probably coming close to around that number because there's a lot more originals this year a lot of shows that doesn't even take into account the star originals um you know because we're getting like 35 new shows for us we're getting lots of you know loads of shows coming um loads of tw- you know searchlight movies so definitely for here in the uk i mean uh, the 100 titles doesn't doesn't seem that much of a stretch at all considering how many you know i mean i'm getting at the minute between all these um the star originals we're getting like three or four new things a week <laughs> it's, it's it's quite crazy with all but i do think 100 new titles a year that's a good solid back um, foundation and um, we just have to see how all that works but um the more new stuff the better um so let's now move on to some other things that came up during this event so there was a few questions that got brought up um you know the usual stuff that kind of um people have been like gunning for you know bob chapek but you know and they announced it and bob had his kind of card ready to go was able to instantly respond to people that were asking these questions and flat it away but there was a few other things that came out including and that this past week espn plus is now available through hulu so if you have got the Disney streaming bundle, you can watch um, Disney Plus, sorry, you can watch ESPN Plus through Hulu. You can also, you don't need to move into the other app. It's all there. And later this year, you'll be able to um, buy like UFC pay-per-views through Hulu. And there's a lot more interconnection now with that all being available in one bundle. So you don't have to do it. And I reported on it and it's like, you know, it's a big, and the reason why I think it's a big thing is because I would view this as this was the test. This is the test run for when I think this is going to happen to Disney Plus. I think it's a, a no brainer, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it plenty of times. And of course, with Star getting merged into Disney Plus everywhere except America, yeah, uh, it makes total sense that once all the legal issues and ownership issues of Hulu are sorted out, it all just gets pushed right in. And if ESPN is already part of Hulu, then that makes it all the much easier. Well, I, I think with this thing is now is that if they did it the same way they're doing it with ESPN Plus, it doesn't count towards Comcast. It doesn't count. They can get around it because they can essentially go, well, yeah, but this is that's an ex- you know, it's like HBO Max and you know, stars and ES, you know, you know, well, that's just a separate entity onto it. And I just feel like ESPN Plus being added in, this is like the test bed, see how it works, iron out the deals before they bring in because they're, they're both ESPN Plus and Disney Plus are both built on the same platform. So therefore, if they can do it with one, they can do it with the other. I think, you know, there's a, a big thing of just bringing them all into one for the US market. And I just look at that ESPN Plus content and just go, yeah, that's, this is what, this is the start of the bundle becoming the one app. Yeah, and that's what people want. Convenience is the name of the game in streaming. That's why people are actually kind of annoyed at the moment that you've got Peacock and HBO Max and uh, CBS All Access and Disney Plus and Netflix and Hulu and all this. It's so much easier when you only have to go to one app and you can go, I open the Disney Plus, I've got the Hulu content, I've got the ESPN content, or I've got the Star content. Uh, It just makes it easy. I don't have to have three apps to access the things that I want. I mean, it's like now, like I'll start to fire up the Sky Q box. And it will show you like what's new on Netflix and what's new on Amazon Prime. Um, it's funny because Disney Plus is built into it, but they've not actually kind of been highlighting anything from there yet. But it does, as like you said, it does make life. You know, I see the BBC, ITV, and Netflix shows all all on the one big thing. And you know, it's like if I want to click like on Cobra Kai last night, it just it fires up the app and takes me straight to the show and start. So that makes it a lot easier. So you can see how these aggravators are kind of coming in and like. 
merging that and that's what sky are trying to become now it's like oh yeah we want to be the hub we want to be your hub to get into it i know that i know that several cable boxes do that um where you can you can do a search within the cable box and go oh you look you're looking for stranger things well let me boot up the netflix app for you and i think both playstation and xbox are moving in that direction as well um I think they have some basic functionality uh, in the new versions in, in well, the PS5 yes. and the Xbox series. They're working on it. It's not there yet. I the... don't know because I know um, Xbox is shutting down one guide and PlayStation is shutting down their movie store. So, well, <laughs> I, yeah, it kind of feels like they're going in the exact opposite direction right now. I think, yeah, no, well, the one guide, obviously, it's not even so much shut down as they just didn't bring it over to the Series X, which was mm. disappointing to begin with. Do you know what? It was funny because I used to have... Um, I used to have my Apple TV going through the Xbox One, through the and I used to use one. That was how I used to watch um stuff for the Apple TV. Got a new TV, had the Apple TV app built in, so I didn't use it anymore. I, but uh, yeah, so that's that was the only reason that that used to work. I I had a, a Chromecast going into my Xbox, and and that would be how yeah. I would cast stuff to it. But now the Xbox has a lot of that stuff built in too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't need to cast Netflix because Netflix is in the, the Xbox. I don't think there's anything officially announced, but I would be very surprised if neither Sony nor Microsoft had some sort of plan to aggregate that, especially with Sony shutting down their, their video yeah. rental service. So it's definitely, um, that's, I mean, the thing is Hulu's kind of become that thing in the year, you know, cause you've got access to all the extra content from like HBO max and stars and, you know, they, Hulu is kind of this, you know, it's like a hub. Um, they've also announced a massive seven-year deal with the National Hockey League this past week. Um, and usually we don't tend to cover sports, you know. Um, I know you do like your hockey, so that was one thing. But what I was thought was quite interesting was this, there's a new deal, and it includes ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and Hulu, because they've also got international rights, they've got digital rights, highlight rights, um, and there's going to be games on Hulu. They're actually, this is kind of the weird thing of Hulu getting some sport content. And I'm looking at this and I was like going, hmm, a seven year deal to include Hulu. That's definitely sounds very future planning. <laughs> like a, um, I don't think the idea of like, oh, let's, we're going to merge Hulu with Disney Plus. They've just announced a seven year deal with the, <laughs> that's quite a big deal. <laughs> But it also kind of depends on how you yeah. view it. If if you view if you push Hulu in as a fifth pillar, or Disney yeah. Plus goes the other way and pushes into Hulu, yeah. less likely, then you still get the terms of the contract, yeah. and and you get yeah. to eat your cake on top yeah. of that as well. See, this is what I, I mean. There is that obviously the thing, and they could rebrand it, do whatever they want with it. But for me, this is all very much along the lines of the, the, the sports issues of you know, I I think. Disney are like turning Hulu. They're looking at that as almost like they're they've got a different system that they can use in the US with Hulu. And Disney, I can imagine Disney Plus becoming available within Hulu as a boat on, and you get all you get it all built in within one thing. And I think Hulu is probably going to end up uh, probably looking more like Disney Plus eventually. Um, they'll probably do it that way around. But all this content going into Hulu says to me, it's like, um, okay, they they obviously have got plans. They've got these like different tiers. You know, there's this is happening with, you know, Peacock already have the tiers. HBO Max is going to be doing this. They're going to be introducing a tiered system where um, if you are at a cheaper level with adverts, you maybe won't get like the cinema releases. And I, you know, they're all tapping into this idea of going, well, look, there's so many different ones out there. Let's give everyone like the choice of having a cheaper version. You know, this idea and... 
Hulu's that's working for them, you know, um, and then you can pay the upgrade if you're enjoying it or you get certain access. I mean, I know if I was in the US now, I'd be upgrading to Peacock because I could be watching the WWE Network. The thing that, you know, this, you only need a couple of things on there to make it worthwhile you watching. Um, but I was looking at this game, you know, this ESPN content coming in says to me, like, they, they, they have got a plan for Hulu. It's not, a, and I still believe that, you know how much more powerful Hulu would be if it had Disney Plus all built into it. And then you could kind of say, you know, when something like Nomadland arrives, it becomes less of an issue because it's all in one big hub. <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. But yeah, agreed. And this kind of hub system works pretty well. The one thing I would say, if, if more companies go to a tier system, that top level tier or even the middle tier, that better not have ads in it. That, that is, you know, if you're paying that much for the top tier, trailers pre-roll but that show better not stop halfway and and roll an ad i'm just um, yeah i mean to me it's that thing of if you're getting ads i don't really want to be paying for it that's exactly exactly that'd be my way of looking that's what i don't like about the hoodie thing of like the 599 if you ads you know you've got to look at it i know for example over here um now tv which is essentially peacock is going to be um, is introducing ads and you know they're going to be i think you know you can see that they're all shifting because they had these different passes but you know their sky cinema pass is getting less and less interesting as they're losing more and more content um and yeah you can see a big shift and you know whether or not i can't see disney plus going down that line because they've kind of established it but you know in the long run we don't know where it's going to go but um there's a lot of stuff moving around but i, I mean yeah it's like i say I've been covering a lot more Hulu stuff on the on the channel for um, at least the last few months because one it's so weird with all this star stuff. I mean, some of the things you'll be talking about later on, you know, there's th- that line is so much more blurred now between what's you know is Hulu original in the US, but everybody else gets it as a as a star original. Something mixes it all up a bit. It is kind of funny though that even even with that line blurring, there still is a distinct feel between a Disney Plus show. And a star or Hulu show. Yeah. Um, and for some people that will be better and some people will view it the other way. Mm. Some people will say like, oh, well, that's that's the mature content. That's the, yeah. you know, that's burn notice or family guy or, yeah. or shows like that. But it is interesting how even with that kind of blurring, there's still a very clear divide. It's funny. Obviously, like now we're like a few weeks into having star over here. You know, the adverts are still rolling, like promoting the shows and stuff arriving. And it's still very much like star on Disney Plus, you know, and, you know, when they put out the little blues, blue icon every or post every week, they put the little star logo onto it and they don't include the star stuff in the, like the new one, Disney Plus, they've got like a star and everyone's here going, put it all into one. It makes it look, you know, it's, it's like this weird, weird thing. You know, we've had some, you know, I had some comments on Facebook and someone said, oh, it's on Disney Plus. And someone went, no, it's on star. And it's like, and I jumped in and went, that is Disney Plus. You don't, you know, like we say, we don't go one division on Marvel. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, a really weird line of like, I mean, I do like it when people do mention stars. It makes it so it's easier for US audiences to know the difference. And I, but at the same time, you know, I've tried it with both things of like, you know, put, put the title in, put it, not put it in, put star in, not put star in. And the amount of people that have said, well, you can't get Star without Disney Plus, so like it's it's a really weird. You can see Disney trying to go. We're trying to create this. They're trying to create a brand 
but at the same time, everyone's going, it's like, it doesn't, you know, most, most people are like, no. <laughs> well, I think, I think you hit on part of it, which is um, if we specify that it's star, even if it's star on Disney yeah. plus or star at the very least, that is a clear, this is not on Disney plus in America. Yeah. So that, that, that makes it easier. Now, whether people want to argue it, that's, yeah. that's the thing. But I think the other part of it too, is you talking about the two separate new on Disney plus new on star on Disney plus uh, for certain parents. And we're talking probably more American yeah. here, but uh, still in general, we'll be able to go, okay, the Disney plus section, I can, I can feel secure in having the kids, uh, you know, browse through that. Whereas maybe the new on star, like if you got younger kids, maybe you don't browse that when the kids are around. Yeah. The thing is when you've got, if you don't have the star bit enabled, it doesn't, none of the content comes up. Right. If you, so, so the, I, I think it's more just a technical issue of um, whether or not it's pulling in. It's, I think there's a lot of little technical issues that they've kind of like, like we had with Disney plus when it launched where some stuff got turned off they could turn things off when they're like getting it tweaked. And, you know, there was a, there's so much stuff that I remember when Disney plus launched that we didn't have and they, and they had to turn things on and off because um, like on one division day, they turned trending off for the day and then they came back the next day and then it was a bit wonky, but um, you know, th- that's the kind of the, the funny thing really with, you know, the app. <laughs> That one wasn't me. Yeah, no, that was my dog. She's just going to have to grab something. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just mention real quick. Real quick. Apparently, I can't speak. Uh, the idea of turning these things on and off, like the modular design, is more of a more of an interesting technical challenge, and, and one that we actually deal with a lot. Because for the for each individual person, that trending tab or whatever, whatever they turn to turn on or off, isn't a big deal. Uh, in terms of like technical load mm. but when you're doing it for millions of people it adds up and uh it gets expensive too actually because mm. that's uh, i i mean i obviously on a sunday i do like a trend i do because just being the the, the nerd of like me of kind of thinking back to the top 40 um chart that we used to have on the radio every every sunday that I used to I'd like i like to have a, like a record of it and obviously it changes every day but it, I know I was always a bit like, well, there's no point doing it daily because there's so little change. There was like, you know, oh, look, Moana's at number three again. <laughs> it's like, it just didn't shift. Simpsons at one, Mickey's Clubhouse at two, Moana at three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's funny now because it's, it's what's actually happened is, um, why did that come up? I went on to Disney's, uh, Disney Plus, either Hulu, ESPN Plus, and then that disappeared. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, like now it's a bit funny because like it's actually the family guy family guy is um, number one now um and it's been like that most of it and it's even when one division was dropping what other than fridays and saturdays family guy was above it it was quite strange i i guess it's the hot show at the moment on disney plus largely because it is the new show i mean simpsons have been there and people will continue to to binge the simpsons but for a lot of people they didn't have access to family guy and now they do. So it's up there. And again, going back to the same old thing of like, how do they count? How does the Mm. trending go? Cause if WandaVision drops one episode, then that's only going to count as one or maybe two, because it's twice as long as a, 
Family Guy episode, but if you're binging Family Guy, you're doing five, six, eight episodes at a time. It's going to add up much faster. It's very noticeable. It's like looking here at the UK one. I mean, we've got like trending is like Family Guy, Simpsons, Assembled, Wonder Vision, Grey's Anatomy, American Dad, Scrubs, Moana, Ugly Betty, Futurama, Castle, Mandalorian, 24, Clone Wars, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Desperate Housewives, Lost, Legends, Avengers, Endgame, and Solar Opposites. You know, other than what? Avengers and Endgame and sorry, Avengers Endgame and Moana, the only two movies. TV is just, you know, they're just people are just watching here in the UK. They're just watching, anim, you know, the the TV series and just you can see them binging. You can yep. see why that's working. I wouldn't be surprised if they change their algorithm so that more movies show up on the list because we do know that the trending tab does have a certain amount of influence on what people watch. Cause it's right there. It's in your face and you can go, what are people watching? Oh, this movie that I haven't seen is really popular. Let's mm. see if it's good, you know? Um, and the fact that it is so heavily dominated by a specific set of TV shows that are not really changing week to week suggests they might want to swap it out so that it might weigh a little more heavily towards movies. It was funny because the first week there was a lot of people watching like Deadpool 2 and there's a lot more movies in there. So I think it's more, and I imagine it's exactly what I think has happened where people were watching those movies in the first week and then they've just, then their people are just binging or going through. I mean, I, I know we're doing it. You know, there's a few shows that we're watching on Star that, you know, we just, we're watching them. You know, and that's kind of how how that kind of kicks in. But very interesting how this works. Um, moving on from there, we did get the new trailer for Secrets of the Whale, which is coming to Disney Plus on Thursday, the 22nd of April, which is Earth Day. You know, Disney, National Geographic stuff have been kind of celebrating Earth Day for a number of years. And this one's this is getting four episodes, all narrated by Sigourney Weaver. Um, looks The trailer looks great. There's lots of whales floating around. Um, you know, reaching and it to me, I'm I'm really looking forward to this season. I love whales. You know, we've mentioned it a number of times before. The trailer, it was like, yeah, this is exactly what I would expect. It's and you're either into it or you're not. And um, for me, um, it was a bit of an odd one because it dropped on the same day as the shareholders meeting. I'm like, I'm, hmm, I was expecting a bit more of a, you know, here's here's a here's a big hit kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, secrets of the whales, not quite the document, you know. <laughs> that was not quite the one I was expecting. The, but it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the, the shareholders meeting this time around was definitely, uh, let's just get some facts out there. We're not doing anything splashy. We we did splashy stuff not that long ago. Yeah. So this is just, this is for actual shareholders. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the trailer for the, for the whales looks great. I'm in the same boat as you, pun intended, of loving whales. Uh, I just want... To, to have beautiful pictures of whales. And I think Sigourney Weaver will be a good narrator. Probably, I mean, she's not Attenborough. Uh, mm. Sorry, David Attenborough. But uh, I think she's got a good voice for it. Mm. And as long as it's not too intrusive and too, like, in your face, yeah, it'll it'll be, it should hit the spot just nice. Yeah, so there we go. So that was, that was a big trailer of the week. We've also got a few other bits and pieces, obviously, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But I'm not watching them. Nope. Um, I'm not watching any of the clips or any of the trailers. I'm trying to avoid all of them. I'm I, posting them. I checked that the audio is there, but that's as much as <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm absolutely not watching them. I did watch the uh, the two new Legends ones, but we've we've talked plenty about. They're yeah, seven minutes I, long. I don't care. I uh, I hadn't I haven't watched them because I've only just watched Winter Soldier, 
and Civil War, like literally. Yeah, so. In the, um, so therefore, I didn't necessarily feel like I needed to. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's def- definitely a thing. I, um, I have not seen Civil War recently. Obviously, um, watched Winter Soldier, and we have the, the special episode on that one. Um, but yeah, so but even so, like I said, neither of us are the target audience for them because yeah. we're we're so in the MCU. But it, it they mm. they work as primers for people who have not seen Winter Soldier or Civil War in a long mm. time. That said, they're like five minutes long. No, yeah. not a big deal. Um, so yeah, we got the uh, Zemo and the Sharon Carter ones. But like I said, having seen the movies recently, I didn't feel the need to watch it. So we also had yeah. some other stuff that's dropped this week. Um, we had Assembled, uh, the making of WandaVision. Did you watch that one? I did. Uh, and it was really well done, I thought. It was a yeah, good yeah. behind-the-scenes look. Uh, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Kind of, you look at it and go, this is just a... Th- it, it, and it always was a... It is like they just took all the extras from the DVD and just merged them all into one episode and put them together. So we've got some talking about, you know, it's almost like when they were filming it, they were going, right, well, we do one about costumes and we do one about special effects and we do one about, you know, this and we do one about that. And then we just merged them all. And it's like, yeah, it worked fine. It is, it is what it was. It, 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 it ticked every box I was expecting. Um, I was, you know, while, while I would love more of a, like a, um, a gallery style, one with the, the sit around with new content is just not possible right now. But what I did like about the episode was it confirmed all of what you said last week <laughs> that I hadn't thought about of all the filming of the end of what they had to do. I didn't mention that they had to change it, but you know, you suddenly saw people wearing masks and everyone being spaced out and, you know, suddenly everything happening outdoors. And we, and I was, I watched it. I went, he was right. <laughs> it was because I hadn't even thought about it. And until you said it, and then suddenly watching this, I go, yep, he was bang on. All that. <laughs> what interested me though, was um, that it actually appeared in some of the earlier episodes too. Now I know those would have been pickups and reshoots, but like yeah. the first time we saw masks, in the uh thing was like for episode three or, or something like that and it was yeah you know there was a scene where, where where they're talking wanda and vision are talking yeah. and then all the crew behind them you got the masks and everything that must, like, must have been a reshoot thing for that i, I would I, I would assume so to me it feels very much like i what got me was i didn't quite anticipate was when they did the live studio audience thing why they felt the need to redo the lighting and put the chairs out the same way to kind of it, it felt a little bit like um you guys are just like doing this because you can rather than you need to. It's like, I'm sorry, but getting them to dress up and put, sit them in like to make them feel like they're in the fifties. I suppose it can maybe get them in the mood and for the expectations, but it was a bit like, you know, did you really need to do that? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things I just generally don't question. I'm like, I appreciate <laughs> your attention to detail. I mean, you see this on all sorts of films too, where yeah. like you Spielberg shot this in, you know, it's a 1970s movie. So he shot it on like a 35 millimeter and, and I'm like, cool. Awesome. Or, or even something like saving private Ryan. He, he shot it yeah. using like actual war cameras for the, the D day envision. Like it's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood's weird. That's, that's yeah. all I really got to say about Hollywood. Uh, and sometimes it's a little bit along the lines of you've got, you, you've got a little bit too much money. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, um, it's like, why have you put in like railings to make it look like the fifties? It's like you could have just it needed just normal. Like I don't know. This is my part of me going. This seems a bit of a waste of money, but that's my kind of um, okay. I, I it's like the chairs and going. Well, okay, it's, I, I suppose that helps, but you know, 
I expect it was I a mean, lot less comfortable for the members who were watching it. Well, it was funny talk, uh, having them talk about the the clothing they were wearing for the fifties, and and both yeah. um, uh, Elizabeth and uh, uh, the the older lady there. from um, oh yeah, no, not not Paul. Um, yeah, from the seventy um, from the, the 70s show. From the seventy show, yeah. Uh, and they're talking about like, man, this is so uncomfortable. And my posture was all like, like yeah. I had to stand straight. And Paul was talking about it too. And just like, well, he, they put, he had like um, butt um, <laughs> things did. on him to kind of make him stand up right. And I, 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 I appreciated that because I think that it, it made them, right. you know, it made them, st- it, it was authentic and it made sense for them. I just, I think, you know, the whole thing of them like looking blue, and doing the whole, you know, that I did, I did like that of like showing off them, and then you know they did film the stuff in colors and stuff. But I like this. I think the sitcom aspect was so important in those first few episodes. And I, there was an interview this past week. Apparently, the plan was to have all three episodes drop at the at the beginning, all three of the first episodes, but they were still editing the finale uh. when One Division went out. So that what they did was to give themselves an extra week. They pulled back because. Um, all the press originally got the first three episodes. Um, so I think they needed a little bit more time just to sort, of sort out the finale. Cause they gave, cause obviously that gave them two months to kind of get it done. So they pulled back to give them an extra week. Um, so that might've, I mean, uh, we did say at the time that that would have been that third episode made a big difference in how we viewed it. Um, but they did spend a lot of time in that assembled on those. I think definitely on those three episodes more. Cause I think they were very proud of what they did for them. Um, like how they did it and the wires, you know, and it, it sounds like they all just had a lot of fun doing it because it was so different to what they would normally do. I did really appreciate the actors, especially Elizabeth talking about how much fun they had doing like old stool mm. bewitched and Dick Van Dyke style shooting. And just like, you could tell that the smiles were genuine for them yeah. where, where they're just like talking. This is so much fun. <laughs> And it's like, I mean, Elizabeth said like the thing of like, you know, all the stuff that she'd learned at like at, at college and stuff about like stage school that you just were like, this is why am I learning this? Because I'm never going to do this. We don't make this anymore. And she's, you know, like you said, you know, she actually got to do it for real for the, you know, and I, I it's funny because I, I never really thought too much of Elizabeth Olsen as a, I kind of, she kind of blended in with the Avengers movies and I wasn't really, you know, I can't. I couldn't even tell you what another movie she's been in, and like Wonder Vision really kind of was like, oh, she's actually. There's a lot more. T- it got really woke me up. Oh, she's actually a lot better than I. And I think, you know, there was no escaping the fact that it was her show, so we got to see much more of her. But in the Avengers movies, I never really kind of was like, you know, she just kind of came in and like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, and that was it for me, really. With I really was impressed with. The show highlighted to her a lot more to me than before. Yeah, uh, the only thing that I have seen her in, other than an MCU movie, was Wind Wind River. Uh, I think it was called, and Jeremy Renner was also in it. Was a murder mystery out in North Dakota or something like that. Really good movie, except for one really bad editing choice near the end. That's all I'll say about it. Um, but I mean, she she lived in the shadow of her sister. She even kind of alluded to that a little bit. You know, talking about yeah. growing up on the Full House set. Um, but one thing that kind of interested me with it was, I'm totally losing my train of thought. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, well, I was just looking at seeing what other movies is it in. Um, other than Godzilla, um, I, don't, I haven't seen her in a single. She was in Godzilla. Thing. Yeah. Um, Which one? The 2014 version. Huh. Yeah. Um, it's been I a while since I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't really remember much about that one, but I think it was more. Um, maybe it's just having only seen her in the like the, the Avengers movies. I really did feel like One Vision really allowed her to come out yeah. and got to see her as an actress rather than because um, she got to do so many different set settings. You know, like the set, the nineties and nineties. You know, she really got to play around a lot more. I remembered where I was going with that previous thought before I got derailed. <laughs> uh, one of the things I really appreciated was her talking about how, like when she started out with Age of Ultron and stuff, mm. she's like, no, I do not want the classic costumes. I don't want to yeah. be running around in the leotard and tights and stuff. And and by the time they got to like the Halloween episode uh, in WandaVision, she's like, this is so much fun. I'm, I'm enjoying this because, because it, yeah. you know, it was obviously tongue in cheek and, you know, it's not her real costume, yeah. but it, an evolution for the actors moving along these movies and going from eh, it's a gig yeah. to well, I'm really investing in this character. You see it with Paul yeah. Bettany as well. Yeah. Uh, I really loved that aspect of, of that, yeah. uh, of this behind the scenes look. Yeah. I, I was definitely, I was impressed with it. I, I it was exactly what I wanted. It, get, it delivered what I wanted and we're going to see more of them. There'll be one after Falcon. I suspect there'll be one for black widow. Um, we'll have I, I thought they confirmed the one for Black Widow already. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. I know we're gonna we're pretty much gonna get them for every, and it makes sense to kind of make them into their own little specials. And if they release them as separate episodes, they'd come new rather than. Um, I imagine they'll be done like that. But I was I was happy with this one. Um, we also got um, what is it in the uh, here in the UK? Yeah, we, right. yeah, we had also the National Geographic documentary Own the Room. Um, uh, yes, was, yes. Did you watch that one? I I watched part of it, um, yeah. partly for time constraints, but also yeah. partly I got through, I don't know, the first 20 minutes and just like, can, can we move this along a little bit? Um, and I, I, I did some jumps. I got to the end and and they were doing that thing that you do with with reality shows where like and the winner will be. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. And it's like just this is streaming. Tell us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I watched it early in the week and put up my review because um, I did have access to it early. And it was a kind of thing of like going, you know, all five of the people that were involved in it were, you know, they're all trying to um, vie for a $100,000 contract or for prize money in an event in China. And they all flew out to Macau um, to, for this event. And you know the five people that were involved in it you know one of them was trying to make people happy in nepal because so many people had left the country and there wasn't really an element of entertainment was not so much there at the time so he was doing that there was another one that developed an app that could translate what a baby's cry was there was another one that was trying she was trying to reduce the amount of testing that's done with using ai to help with that um and what was the other one there was one that uh, was like a deaf app or something like that for doctors and stuff and generally as a whole like the five people that were involved in it i thought they were very intelligent very well spoken very smart entrepreneurs that have got a lot up a gap and go but they didn't have a lot of personality they weren't they aren't entertainers they are you know they're young business people they've got the it's serious to them they're and other than maybe the one from the pool, the rest of them were very bland, very, and also, you know, sometimes you needed, I think the Greek guy was quite hard to understand. So you had to have subtitles and stuff. And it, I was a little bit like, I know there was a guy in um, Nairobi as well, who was, I created an app to, for students to be able to find accommodation when they went to university, because there wasn't like a system in place like we have here. All of which very useful platforms but like you said once we got past the intros of the, like the five of them 
that was like okay i the intro's great that was exactly what they needed to be quite happy with it then it went to the macau event and then we had to go through all the different stages of this of the knockout stages and i was just like i'm then going oh this is so slow it's really i know you're trying to build the drama up to, and you've kind of and they're almost that kind of thing like you guys have got like caught up in the drama of it for like for us like watching it going i mean i don't know if you if you've ever been to an award ceremony presentation evening they are so long-winded and 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 this was that and it was a bit like you, you do feel like watch the intros and then just skip like half an hour to 45 minutes to the end and you probably wouldn't really miss the only thing was the guy from nairobi got stopped from going into macau because they checked to see if he had enough money and he didn't have enough money to get into the country and they were like and he was like well i don't need to because everything's sponsored all my food everything i don't need to it's everything's been paid for my flight so he ended up having to go off to another country come back come back in but he was the only one that had been checked nobody else of the entire um and it was like obviously that you know implied racism from the um from the uh from the security staff yeah. um and then he, he he got there in the end and he arrived like minutes before he needed to and it was like a little bit of drama but other than that it was a little bit on the lines of you know and they're all practicing in the mirror and like the, one of them's going well i don't need to practice and everyone you know they were practicing. like oh this really could have just been done in the montage it was um and speeded up and that was my problem with it is the concept was fine. It really just could have done with some real, like it is probably could have been half an hour to 45 minutes, not 90 minutes. You know, if you like, if you like science fair, it's a bit like that. Um, I know Josh watched it and he said, you know, he enjoyed it cause it was like shark tank. And I was like, but it was such, it was so slow moving. And it, I mean, at 90 minutes is not a long one, but I felt like with science fair, the kids were all kind of like eccentric and they're a little bit more entertaining. Whereas these guys were just very straight up business. You know, we're right. serious. We take this seriously. There was no messing around, no laughs. Um, it was fine. I mean, I, I gave it 2.5 because it was like, it's, it's good. It's solid. You know, it's straight up average, straight run of the mill. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't bad, but it, it definitely just needed a little bit of pacing issues. I think they needed to decide whether they wanted to focus on the people or on what the people were developing. Yeah. Um, and from what I saw of it, they they wanted to focus on the people because the people's where the drama comes in, right? Yeah. But I didn't even realize this until you mentioned it, but I think you're in, entirely correct. The, the people, they they forgot to showcase the personalities of the people. I'm sure they have them. I'm sure that yeah. if, you, if you cut away and actually show them in their lives, they're, they're interesting people, but they're just, in this show, they, they completely forgot to make them into people. So, mm. If you're going to focus on them as people, then make them interesting or focus on what they're inventing and, and go into mm. like why it's important. What are the, what are the problems? If they had done more of that, honestly, I know that there were, it was in there, yeah. but it, was it, in it, wasn't, the it was in there, but it wasn't a focus, but especially since I work with technical stuff and like the app would have been a really interesting, mm. what are the technical challenges that you are facing with this and really go into uh, how you plan to overcome them or how you did overcome them or, or things like that. I think that would have been a much more interesting show. And also, yeah. as you said, cut off like 30 minutes, please. I think, you know, way too much being given to like them giving their speeches. And I think that was the, you know, they all then had to give their speech and it was like, Oh, okay. And it's, it's, I don't know. It was a bit, the trouble is, and this is the thing with it, national geographic just does not seem to be like, 
I, I mean, I'd be interested to know the numbers of what this is doing because, you know, this was like obviously the big original really for this week. And it's just, it just really just didn't, I don't know if it was the wrong platform. Um, I don't know if Disney Plus was the right, because it, they weren't really promoting it. They were trying to, but I don't think the Disney Plus audience is like into the show. I mean, I know from my own stats, <laughs> that, yeah. that Own the Room was not, was not, was not moving the needle. Um, yeah, and it was like, okay, there's, hopefully people are going to find it and enjoy it, but it's, it felt like this is something that gets lost on National Geographic when the, the, maybe the, the, the adult audience wouldn't know it was there. See, I think the problem with it is kind of what I was alluding to before. It's got a bit of an identity crisis. Like, yeah. like National Geographic or whoever developed this was looking at you know, Discovery Channel and things mm. like that. And they're, they're going, oh, we need that human drama. We need the, the suspense. We need, the whole, we need to, to draw this out. And it's like, no, that's, that's not what National Geographic does. Your you're, you're information, your facts, mm. your, your things that we want to learn about, I don't, I don't want this to be a show or, or any of your things really to be shows where I, I feel like I have to keep hitting the 30 second forward because you, you keep delaying the results or, or you, yeah, you keep delaying, th- you know, that kind of thing. I think they're obviously trying to go for, trying to build that drama so that when they finally announce the winner and you're a bit like, I really don't care. I was I, just like, and I, that, that was the problem. I got to that point of going, and then they go, well, she's bound to get announced the winner because essentially we were just wasted in that. <laughs> right. So, so two thoughts on that. One, just reiterating, um, it's not National Geographic's guys. Don't, don't, yeah. don't make National Geographic's American Idol. I don't care what yeah. the the plot is. I, I want to learn things. Two, and this is not strictly National mm-hmm. Geographic's. We are in the age of streaming now. Uh, there is not a commercial break for you to get that pregnant pause uh, yeah. before the results. Just drop it entirely. It, it, it was annoying enough on television when you, you know, you'd be watching yeah. American Idol and, and uh, what's his name? Ryan Seacrest would be yeah. like, I'm the winner will be announced in like five minutes yeah. after these commercials. And it's like, nah. it doesn't work with streaming. We're just going to hit the fast forward button. Don't even bother with it. Find another gimmick. Find one that's less annoying. Yeah, it's, it's a shame in here because it it's like, this is the, I would like more stuff like this on Disney+. Plus. But they're going to have to find uh, find the right way of doing it with this stuff because, you know, I'm hoping with Secrets of the Whales that will pull people in. But I and I, I put this down to Disney. National Geographic has always been like the side thing of like, and it, Disney Plus just became this, as we've said before, the kids platform. So therefore, the problem was that it. I don't even know if adults were checking it out because of it, and the and the youngsters are just not looking at national geographic content at all um i do think like with the addition of star for us they've got better chance of watching it because now you've got adults going in there that might be like oh what's that you know you've got a little bit you know there's you know like my wife was talking to some people at work the other day to, to, and she was telling him oh you can watch this on star and you, you know and then she messaged me it's star on disney it's star extra you know you know that she was telling about all about all these shows that she's watching but it was that thing of like she's only watching it because of star you know that was the kind you know and that's you know adults talking about a show they might be more inclined to find that documentary because they're now in there invested themselves whereas i don't know if you know some people are look i don't know national geographics are really all right they make some fantastic stuff but ultimately i mean own the room would have been a much cheaper show for them to make it's not such an expensive out- outlay i mean that, that's always uh, yeah. 
a factor as well. This show is not going to cost as much as tracking down a whole bunch of mm. whales and, and filming them. That's not a cheap thing. Uh, people tend to forget how big the oceans are and how small yeah. whales are relative to how big the ocean is. Um, but all, you know, just in general, the National Geographic shows probably have larger budgets for what the content is than most people expect. But a show like this, even with them globetrotting, even mm. with them going from place to place, not on the same scale as what you're used to from like a Disney show. No, I'm, I'll be honest, this past week, I watched the first episode of The Hot Zone, which is National Geographic's um, uh, drama. And that I watched the first episode. It was scary. What I think now being like, you know, if when this came out, we weren't in a pandemic. So I watched the first episode and like it was set in like the late 80s and, you know, there's a, there's a thing and they've got to go through quarantine. And, and it was like, it's so much more scarier now having like lived through something like this. Of, of like, you know, what if it escapes? And like, you know, that always been that thing of, what if it escapes? And there's always been this kind of thing like, oh, yeah, we'll just wipe everybody out. And, but we don't, like, well, no, we've lived through a world where we know what happens when this happens, of what happens. And it was just like, and how people react. And it's so much more scary now because of it. So um, I was, I really enjoyed that show. Um, so we've, we've watched it. So that's now going on to our, like our weekly rota. So I'll watch, there's only, I think there's six episodes. So we'll watch like an episode a week, I think, for that one for a while. So I'm really liking that one. I'm not familiar second, with that one. I, 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 yeah, that's a new one for me. But that, that they are making remind... a second season. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that did remind me of uh, one of the early seasons of 24. I think it yeah. is season three or four or whatever. Somebody releases a really powerful virus or, or poison or something into like the ventilation of a hotel, yeah. and and they contain it within like seven hours despite yeah. somebody getting out and infecting like yeah. 30 people at a Kmart. It's like, yeah. oh, well, that show didn't age well. Now, did it? <laughs> Speaking of shows that didn't age well, um, we also had um, Love in the Age of Corona or Love in the Time of Corona got dropped um, internationally as a star original this week. We got the four episodes. They originally aired on Freeform back in August last year and on Hulu. So this is like f- following fourth household's they, they, all the actors live together. They're all like partners and stuff in real life and follows their like life through lockdown. And there's a little bit of like Black Lives Matter brought into it as well. And I mean, while I appreciate that they gave it to us now, um, because it was, it's technically it's never, it's not been released for us. So therefore it is a star original and they released all four episodes at once rather than doing it because it kind of was more like essentially a movie. We'd have been split into four parts. And while I like go, I'm glad you released it and I'm glad you did it, but you didn't. Why did you hype this up? It really did. Um, watching it back, I was like, oh, this this really hasn't aged well. You know, it was only August, you know, and they obviously filmed this like June or July, and they're like, and I'm just a bit like, I really actually not interested in showing you like how you guys are living in 2020s. Like, I still, you know, I'm still in the national lockdown. You know, we still, you know, we're. St- Things that was just waiting for things to open up again. And it's like, I feel like I was a bit like, oh, I, I really just not into this. This is like, this is just A, too close to home, but it's like, oh, God, I'm, I'm so over talking about it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it was like, oh. It's not even just that. It's like this idea of doing a documentary or, or a retrospective or something on Corona <laughs> while you're still in Corona just doesn't make sense at all. It's like... Well, this kind of, to me, this was more of a case of, um, oh no, we've got no shows coming. We haven't got anything being filmed. 
let's try and get something out and oh if we have all the if we have you know, if we have um, some actors that live together or you know they're a couple they can film stuff and we can edit all and do it all and perfectly fine had this been released in august for us you would have been because we had a few shows like this as well over here in the uk of lockdown shows which they'd filmed by themselves and the kids were filming it and they edited it together and it's fine at the time it worked fine because we were like starved of content and it was like oh look what we've done we've been able to make you content and but six months later it was a bit like yeah whatever i'm we've put one division on (laughs) yeah just because there might be light at the end of the tunnel doesn't mean we're out of the tunnel we're still here it's still a daily thing don't really need the reminder yeah so that so that one dropped we also got um in the uk and ireland we got next which was a show that aired on Fox um, back in October. So that's a star original. We're getting new episodes every week. So I watched the first episode with my wife last night. Um, did you watch Fox? Did you watch Next? I remember, I remember it being announced and then I forgot about it until you, you posted an article earlier last week. Well, unfortunately, it, it got canned like after the second episode. So there's only 10 episodes. Um, it's a bit like, well, why not just drop them all at once? If, you, if, if, if it's got no future, you might as well just done that. So they this whole thing is about an AI bot that gets out onto the internet and, you know, there's like really creepy of like this Alexa looking device talking to a kid and telling it to get a gun to go to school and, you know, take out the bullies. And, you know, it's really, it was like, <laughs> kind of got to the end, like I looked at one and go, should we unplug Alexa? <laughs> just like, oh my God. I said to him, that's really freaky. It's like, I was like, and I was like, oh no, they've only put one episode on. I'm like, and I was like, I want to watch next week as I want to see where this goes because it was creepy, you know, because this AI has just got too smart and too intelligent. And man- he ma- managed to convince one of the workers to put a modem, hide a modem in so he could get out onto the internet. And it's like taking people out. Like, um, you know, it's watching cameras and like, you know, it turned off his ventilator in the opening scene to try and kill him. And it's just like, it was quite scary. <laughs> it was just like, I was like, I was like, kind of got to the end of going, I kind of like that episode. I kind of like, it's like, I was like, because when there's been that show's been cancelled, sometimes you're like, oh, shall I bother? I thought, well, I'll give it the first episode. I'm like, no, that was a good episode. I enjoyed it. It might fall to pieces later down the line, but the premise that I watched on the first one was I like, kind of like that one. Well, I mean, maybe that's part of the idea for why they're going to release it one per week is that if they can build up enough buzz, then maybe it can be resurrected as a series. I mean, I don't know how they might've drawn a line in the sand after episode 10, because yeah. that kind of thing happens when a show gets canceled, but we've certainly seen shows get resurrected after positive buzz uh, for streaming and things like that. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm going to go make sure that Alexa's got all the, uh, the appropriate safeties on. Yeah. Uh, you know, isn't that the, that's the Star Trek next generation thing. They always pop into the, uh, uh, into the hollow chamber. Where, what's it called? uh holodeck holodeck yeah yeah the holodeck and it's like oh the safeties have been removed like why do you even have those they just they never seem to work anyway i think i think we need to make sure that alexa and and google have their safeties on i think looking at the the numbers and the ratings in the us were pretty dire um i don't think it helped them because only like barely not even two million people watched it in the us so just it maybe just didn't resonate with people um um, or maybe people just didn't know about it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, yeah. I don't remember I don't, hearing I, about it's, it. It's an awful name. It's an, it's an um, next, and it's not uh, not very um, sort of 
social it's not very good seo as well it's like i mean you have to literally type in next fox to try and kind of narrow it down because it just next just gets you nowhere um but i really enjoyed that series i mean we're also getting big sky um new episodes of that one my wife is loving that series i'm really enjoying them the funny thing is we did get a question on the q a which i hadn't realized um uh, for tomorrow was the u.s went on a mid-season break and it's coming back like i think season nine or episode 10 is coming back like through a few days after the u.s so we might be actually catching by the time we get to like episode 10 we might be catching up with the u.s like within a day or two which i'm really hoping happens because i'm really enjoying that show it's a proper like detective show um well the fact that my wife is telling members of staff at the hospital um about like oh you should be watching it that's 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 you know that's not me saying that's my wife and she's telling her mum and dad about it and stuff you know that's the kind of thing that you know and that's completely like what happens you know that's what happens with tv shows and i i think that people tend to underestimate the power of word of mouth Mm -hmm. in the streaming age you feel like oh no you hear about it through twitter you hear about it through facebook Mm -hmm. or or maybe even discord or reddit something like that but there really is that that network that we have, not the social network, not the Facebook network, but like the in-person network of going, hey, I saw this show and it's really, really cool. You should check it out. I was having the conversation with one of my coworkers uh, or yesterday now uh, of some shows that we were recommending back and forth. It's like, hey, uh, there's this Korean show. You should be, you should check that out. And oh, he's going back. Oh, you, you know, like the kingdom and like, oh yeah, you should try that. And you, and you get recommendations. You go back and forth. You, sometimes they pan out. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, generally like, like my, my sister-in-law will quite often tell me about, tell us about shows that we're not watching um, that we've got into. Some of them we've just not, we've just not clicked with, but yeah, there is that power. I mean, like, you know, I'll, you know, like with shows, I'll be like saying to my mom and dad, like watch that. I don't need to because they listen to the podcast. So, I'll hear about this in a few days. Ago. You mentioned us. Um, so, they're, um, I don't know. They, I think they think they're, I'm on the radio or something. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that, that is kind of what a podcast <laughs> yeah. is. It, it, yeah. It's like an old radio show. Yeah. So, that's, so there's that one. I'm enjoying um, Love Victor. That one's been rolling along. That one's, um, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, it's kind of jumping up and down a bit depending on what story it is it's still very much in that middle ground it's like it's fine it's, it's fine just to put on it's it's not um my wife didn't really like it too much so we're not watching it today i've kind of carried on with that one i'm enjoying it but it's very kind of so like mid to, mid to low it's not um not must watch i'm really enjoying solar opposites that's really i am laughing a number of times i there was a joke though they did it and i, I did actually kind of um really let out a laugh that the dog actually looked at me because it was you know and it's like that's, that's what you want from these kind of shows you know you want that kind of human i'm really enjoying solar opposites that's definitely um i'm hoping well i know season two drops later this month in the u.s so i'm hoping that when we i'm hoping we might get it in, in april because Season one ends over here in two more weeks, I think, two or three more weeks, because um, we've been getting it weekly. Um, but yeah, and I actually like that with this because I feel like this is a show that had I had all 10 episodes or all eight episodes straight off the bat, would it have got boring? Would I have got like, uh, uh, so with a 20 minute episode, it kind of keeps me engaged and it's quite, it, oh, it go, it's over quite quickly because it's like, oh, yeah. Because I think if I could just blast onto the next episode, it probably would have been done and dusted and that would have been it. 
and you probably wouldn't have been paying as close attention to it. So some of the jokes that you do end up laughing at, you might not because you'd be like, oh, uh, leave it on as a background while I work on this yeah. this news article or something like that. Well, that's because yeah, because with Soul, I do actually, I actually put, I watch it. I'm one of the things going, oh no, right. I actually want to watch this show. Um, and that is probably why it's working because it's weekly. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's much harder to dedicate the time to say, I'm going to watch this show when you've got 12 episodes, even if they're 20 minutes long, that, you know, that's a decent chunk of time to be sitting down and watching or breaking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having it as a weekly drop, you know, Oh, it's Friday time for a new episode of this. Um, we've seen it plenty of times, even shows that I was uh, super excited for, like the Netflix MCU shows, mm-hmm. you know, daredevil, Jessica Jones, etc. Even though they dropped all at once, it would take that me longer to watch them, uh, in those full drops rather than I think they would now if they were weekly drops. Cause I could go, okay, Jessica Jones, watch the episode and wait a week. Watch mm. when I'm making my own schedule, it gets pushed to the side for the things that are more time mm. in my mind, time critical TV is not actually time critical, but you know, well, I'm, I'm also at that point where I was, I am actually starting to watch TV. I'm watching these episodes and I've now become that thing of like, I have a little, I'm having a, I'm making that I'm making notes while I'm watching it. I've started doing that cause I'm watching because the addition of star is really like, you know, I kind of got used to the, in some way we had like with Disney plus last year of like so many episodes dropping at once that you watch it. And then it kind of dropped off. So we've only been like watching one episode. I haven't been tending to do it with one but you know, you have like this one and then suddenly star is now giving me like six things to watch. <laughs> it gives us go, wow. It's like trying to remember what it, what it was, but yeah, no, I'm so and we also watched the first episode of house as well. Um, I, we in, I, I kind of watched that one was like, um, hmm, because my I, I, I did I didn't tell my wife it was Marvel. <laughs> Came up at the beginning, she went, she went Yo, because all you want to watch is Marvel shows, like it, it's based on Marvel. She goes, Oh, great, another one. I said, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I'm not superpowers. I said, Anyway, so do you like Constantine and Lucifer, don't you? And she said, Yes, I said, well, they're DC. Yeah, so this is like the Marvel version of like them. She goes, all right then. So she gave so so and we did and I said, well, we got more episodes to watch. So we are going to be watching that one, but we we're again doing that one weekly. We're a few weeks behind. That was again when a show's been cancelled and you know it 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 goes right down your priority list of like it's funny, but this is what happens when they when they announce a show's cancelled before it airs, and it happens a lot here in the UK. Like this brand new show starting, and yeah, America's already cancelled it, so there's no point in time investing your time in it. And people do, people, you know, if it sh- if they feel like it's been rubbish enough to be cancelled, people won't invest their time in it. And also, there's nothing worse than watching a cancelled show and then it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, and you know, it's not coming. That is, that is the worst. And that everyone's got some horror stories from yeah. for some favorite show, and it ends, uh, and you're just like. This can't v, be the end. Yeah. V was what I think V was the most recent one, the remake. I remember that ending and it was like, well, when I get we it's always like can you guys if you're gonna cancel it, you must make it part of your contract that you have to at least do two episodes or something like that to finish up a story. <laughs> it, it Especially is if it's like been running for like four or five years, at least plan for it. It is kind of fun though, coming from the comic side of things, because it happens all the time in comics. You know, yeah. comics get cancelled frequently it seems like there's a final issue every month or so and you've you kind of realize there's a pattern to it uh with comics there's one of three ways that you end a comic run one you just rush through all the storylines that you were going to do um 
and you you know you might have years worth of stories and you just cram them into two issues you might do um well now i'm just going to go completely off the wall because none of it matters or you just go haha we're ending with a cliffhanger uh because i can and yeah. you're just like and uh, you know you you didn't bother to buy the comic well you're not going to find out how it ends too bad yeah. it's like oh. no oh Right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this week's show. I said, there was a lot of other things like this week. I thought, well, I'll spend a bit of time on the Star Originals because um, they kind of get lost a little bit. But I, um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking while well, you were mentioning is like the last time I took notes for for this show was like the second week of the official Disney Plus launch when we were watching like yeah. eight episodes. Where I had, uh, okay, this is what Jeff Goldblum was talking about, and this is like, you know, I was like, well, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like I said, right, right now. I mean, this past week, I've watched what Solar Opposites, Love Victor, Hellstrom, Hot Zone. Um, well, I needed to watch Hot Zone, and then we've watched. Um, and there's been other shows we've been watching as well, aside from that. But just like from the Disney Plus point of view. And the love and Corona that own the room of like, it's like crikey, you know, it's like that's that's you know like seven seven originals like something like that, and and, and then assembled and then it's like you know I mean it's just like whoop. um it's, it's just like, um because you might because we what we do get access to the some of the star originals sometimes I get them a few days early so I can um I can put them up on the Thursday when we're allowed to kind of post about them. Which is really weird because it's like Dollface. I mean, I'm not enjoying that show, so I've not carried on watching it. So I'll be honest, that's why there's no review for it. Um, but they're all available in Australia, all ten episodes. And it's a little and it's like that with like solar opposites and love. It's like these are already out there. They've already been out there for like six months, but we've kind of, you know, following the we've been like a, well, well, I could probably just find them and watch them. But um it is just, yeah, it's just one of those things. They're, they're trying, I think it feels like they're just trying to get us used to the concept that they don't want us getting used to the binge model for Star. That's how it, because, I mean, we're going to be getting like Rebel in April. Oh, sorry, I think it's coming in May. And, you know, we're getting, so we are going to be getting shows that just after the US. I think we are going it, to, it's like you, um, the Aretha Franklin Genius Show. We're not getting till, um, June for some reason it's coming out in the US like next weekend it just if some things I'm like I'm sort this out stop why are we having these delayed times they shouldn't need to be uh when you were talking about solar opposites earlier is like I hope that this is along the lines of what they do it it, have them come out at the same time there's no Mm. reason for it to not come out in the UK and and the US at the same time and same uh, thing like with same thing like with secrets of sofa springs why aren't we getting the same episodes internationally we haven't got a Disney channel we haven't got them. So therefore there is no conflict of um, where are, you know, it's like, well, why aren't we getting them the same time as the U S because, or what this, you know, there's no, we haven't got the Disney channel to even watch it. So at the minute it will be, you know, all it's like now, like, you know, like they announced a new descendants animation short and there's new movie spin last night, you know, Disney channel. But for us now, Disney channel are Disney plus originals. Because you can't watch them anywhere else. You know, everything on the Disney Channel is now essentially a Disney Plus original in the UK and Australia. Because we don't have, you know, and it's like, well, why are you making us wait? We've got, you wait, there's not even another channel. <laughs> I think even in America, even though we do have a Disney Channel, more people are just like, I'll just wait for it to come on to Disney yeah. Plus. I mean, it's, yeah. It, 
yeah anyway anyway uh, on that <laughs> note guys thank you very much for joining us thank you very much if you are a patreon or a youtube channel member really makes a massive difference for all of your support i remember you can go check us out over at what's on disneyplus.com find us on all the social medias and all the rest of it and we shall see you guys next week where we will be talking about falcon and the winter yeah new show new show we have a week off we had a week off look at how much let's, i was talking about let's see your shirt here real fast Yes, I have got the Falcon and the Winter, and I've got the shield, so I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> I, I have Darth Vader. I'll be more ready next week. I'll, I'll be proper. You know, I, I kept thinking that you looked like you had a shotgun over your shoulder, but nevertheless, uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm American. Yes. Uh, <laughs> See you later, guys. Uh, hi to Roger's parents. <laughs>